The gloves are off. And freedom of speech is absolute. Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. Where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need Jesus! And we are back for another Uncensored Podcast. I'm your host for the night, John Crump. Rich was supposed to be hosting this, but Rich forgot to have a topic. So I had to do it. So Rich is going to... I was going to do this topic, but you, you said I couldn't do it because you want to do this topic. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I was going to do civil forfeiture, but you decided to do this. No, civil forfeiture is a topic that I was going to do the next time of my topic. But yeah, Is that what happened? I don't, I don't think that was... What was that? What was no, happening? I don't think it was. Today, we're going to be talking about indoctrination because our kids are being indoctrinated by schools. But before we can get into that, if you don't know who I am, my name is John Crump. I'm an investigative journalist, and I watch different things and investigate. This is DLD After Dark to my right, who is hey, running his Geisley Super Duty with the 40 millimeter green. Oh, and isn't it so beautiful? For those that are watching or listening right now, if you are, is that supposed to be you you rubbing one out, Rich, or what, what was that? Is that your erect? Okay. So for those that are uh, listening right now, they cannot see, when you get a moment, when you're at work, on your lunch break, whenever, just Google 40 millimeter green Geisley Super Duty, and you will see this crazy crazy green color i've been waiting for this thing like i mean it had to have been like two months it is a beautiful Dude, is that a psa ejection door where what yeah psa yeah psa yeah yeah um, Why is it black it should be 40 millimeter clean green shouldn't it? My, no, you got to get a two dimple uh you got to get a 50 dollar od green two dimple uh one from uh i forgot the name of the company but uh it's dope yeah, uh, the one I magazine matches too. That's not a Geisley magazine. Yeah, it's mine. Mine is a uh, DDE, Dark Desert Earth. DDC. DDC. Yeah, it's where they went lazy. They called it Dark Desert Color. I'm like, really? Dark That's Desert Color. Color. Yeah. Um, and Rich got black because he like just like he likes Maybe. his men black. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Big in black just like I like you right actually funny thing i was just watching um a couple buddies that we all know that we're doing a live stream and hank strange uh, uh no um uh it, it it would take too long to explain so they're people we all know and uh they were doing music and they were showing off guitars and they uh one guy showed off a, a guitar that apparently has a lot of historical value to it and uh he said that the color which is no longer made is called trans black the rager rachel dolazar yeah all right well there you go everyone so welcome back to the podcast tonight we're going to be talking about the indoctrination of our kids and i do believe that they are being indoctrinated especially in public schools and that is why i have chose to send my kids to private school so they don't get any of that Marxist bullshit. Yep. We're dealing with it everywhere. This is nationwide. Yeah. Um, I live in Lana County, which was ground zero. Luckily, eight out of nine school board members were replaced after the last election, which is a good thing. 
because they were definitely indoctrinating. If you don't know what they're being indoctrinated on, I can give you a few examples. One is there's a lot of Marxism going on in the schools. In fact, the teachers' unions are run by Marxists, so therefore you get a lot of Marxism in schools. Yeah, they push through funding uh, for certain things when schools um, uh, push certain initiatives, when they, uh, you know, th- there's all sorts of uh, fuckery going on, um, you know, behind the scene. And, uh, like, for an example, uh, certain people hiding that rapes were, or well, sexual assaults were occurring. There were rapes. Um, yeah. Basically what happened, he was convicted rapist. Uh, there was a guy that claimed to be non-binary and wanted to use the girls' restrooms. So he raped a uh, a girl at Stonebridge High School, which you think they would kick him out of school, expel him. You know, you raped a girl in the bathroom. Especially when the complainant comes forward and friends of the complainant comes forward. Yeah. So instead of kicking him out, since he was non-binary and from a marginalized group, they just transferred him to a different high school where he proceeded to rape another one, another girl, child. They didn't report it. They didn't circulate information about it. They didn't get it out and they didn't make a press statement. They, they did everything they could to hide this to, you know, it's ridiculous. Because he was from a marginalized group. To me, if you're from a marginalized group or a non-marginalized group, if you rape someone, that is rape, and that is one of the most evil things you can do to a person. Yeah, you're just as rapey. So that is one of the things that I have a huge right. issue with. So, John, I uh, first off, uh, the this whole thing, I don't know what the hell is wrong with Loudoun County. And I mean, Loudoun County, is it like cousins marrying cousins? What kind of neighborhood is that? Loudoun County is the richest county in the country. So it's yeah. cousins marrying cousins. For example, I, I mean, like they, like this happened in Ashburn. Everything was in Ashburn. Mm-hmm. Ashburn, the average home price in Ashburn happened to be uh, $930,000. And that's uh, including like condos and townhouses. You're not going to touch a single family home for under a million. So this is not like lowbrow places. Mm-hmm. So you're talking a public school that has like gold-plated faucets and everything. I mean, not not, not that. Not I, literally. It's still public, but I mean, essentially, yes. There. So so that's that's where I grew up. Okay, and uh, John and I are not too far away from each other, and I've been able to experience this whole thing that that school system that I opted for early retirement out of was the same school system that John is talking about. Did you about. guys have a sw- indoor swimming pool? No, no, no. no? When we, when we went to school, it wasn't like it is now. It was not. Okay. All right. It was totally it, different. It was like middle class. Yeah. Not an upper middle class. It was class actually system. quite. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. To like middle, middle class. Yeah. It Small town. Yeah. Well, I, I know when John went to school, the neighborhood he lives in now was farmland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I uh, when I grew up, I literally lived across the street from a horse farm, and uh, the owner allowed us to put a garden in there, 
because the garden in our backyard, which we ate out of almost every day, was too, we couldn't make it any bigger. Um, you know, that's what, that's where I learned how to plant things, you know, grow things, eat things, protect things from animals and bugs. That's why I learned how to, I mean, everything that I learned from, from, uh, from like growing food came from like actual application of using things from our garden daily. And then as we got older. In Loudoun County, is that farm now apartments, buildings, houses, homes, what? Data center, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, all suburban and urban. Here, John, you take it for a second. Let me step off for one second. Yeah. Um, No, I do not live in ghetto Loudoun County. (laughs) So, the... Now, I live in Palm Beach County. My daughter for middle school and high school went to public school in Palm Beach County. And, you know, there's there's definitely affluent places in Palm Beach County and maybe not so affluent places in Palm Beach County. The I don't I don't know what the median home price is in Palm Beach County, but I was terrified because she went to magnet schools for the performing arts for middle school and high school that she was going to be a raving lefty nutmeg. And I, I had no idea, but she actually did vote for Donald Trump. And when she went to college at UF, she said, oh, thank God there are conservative people here. I was like, oh, I didn't raise a liberal. And she, my, my wife would play Mark Levin at dinner and nothing makes you want to be a conservative more than listening to Mark Levin yell and scream about stuff while you eat. Funny thing and, about Mark, uh, Le- <laughs> a funny thing about Mark Levin is he owns a house near rich and owns a house near me. Dark's messing with you. On mute. Oh, he's messing with you, Rich. So, yeah, I, I was really shocked Sorry. that my daughter did not get indoctrinated in middle school and in uh, high school because she, she went to performing arts schools where it, she told me there was the one kid in her graduating class that was the MAGA kid. You know, he was, I don't know ostracized or whatever but he was labeled or known as the maga kid so i I think so there's a couple things that that we should do here to kind of paint the broad strokes of of what this looks like in in actual application so you know these aren't um in, in most cases these aren't teachers that are running around um uh you know just blatantly and overtly uh you know, doing crazy things that you see in the news, right? However, when those things do happen, I would guarantee almost nine times out of 10, those are coming from Loudoun County or some area in either the DMV, which is DC, Maryland, and Virginia, and or uh, the West Coast, like California. You're seeing gay pride parades uh, where they're literally bringing kindergartners, first graders to sixth graders and, and up where they are having them make rainbow posters and they're, you know, exposing them to these types of things. A lot of people would think, well, I don't, I don't want to go to my kid and and say those things are bad. Right. Even though the Bible that I say that I, you know, that I follow, uh, even though my God that, that I say I worship says that that is an abomination. I don't want to teach my kid that. Right. So they, 
it, it, it makes uh, conversations at home uncomfortable. Now, they, they don't necessarily jump in and overtly say all this crazy shit. What they do is, like John was saying, they start to throw out Marxist ideas and they, they start saying all the, all the benefits of uh, Marxism light, communism light, right? And they start to talk about healthcare. They start to talk about wage equality. They start to talk about these ideas to, to, cast, to cast the idea of benefits into their head so that when they become adults, because remember when we talked about, um, I had said, uh, just through some of the things that I've studied, <clears throat> excuse me, through some of the things I've studied, I learned that there's basically three, three moments that happen in a, in a child's life as they're developing that are three defining moments that will determine who they are and who they choose to be for the rest of their life. There are exceptions. People do change. People do get new information and grow, but usually around the age of five or so, and then around the age of nine or so, and then 12 or 13, these defining moments happen and they shape who these children you know uh end up being later on in life now if you as a parent engage with your child and if you showcase not just talk if you showcase these values and explain why they are important then they're likely going to hold on to those things kids do get rebellious later on in life and they may push themselves away from it but watch when they get older and they actually have to pay taxes and they actually try to run a business and they actually like fall into the real world. How many people that have truly productive lives that own businesses or whatever, then, you know, that are successful people that have successful lives are raging leftist extremists? Well, it, one, one of the things I think they're trying to teach in these schools is that, uh, they're trying to teach equity as equality, mm-hmm. which is two different things. Equity yeah. is, is like, like the, you know, we're all born equal. What we make of our lives, the what or what we make of our lives is what, you know, we might end up at different places, but we all we are all born equal. Um, but you know, equity is the outcome. Is like all yeah. equal outcome instead of equal opportunity. Yep. It, it's so funny. I explained this <laughs> to a guy. He wasn't politically motivated, but he he was a gym rat. You know, he good guy. You know, just was didn't understand all of these concepts. And I said, it's equity is me sitting back, eating chips, dip, stuffing, having extra helpings of all the food while you work out and I get thinner and leaner because you're working out. Yeah. He's like, what? All of a sudden that made sense to him. Now people either say I'm against that or they say, how do I become that guy eating food? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, it's polarizing and most people don't understand it because look at how they're okay. The things that they are doing, they are taking these things and they're camouflaging them, right? How, how, how are some ways that they camouflage this? They're like, well, don't you care about black lives, right? Don't you care about LGBTQ blah, blah, blah? Like, don't, don't these people matter? Don't you care about Palestine? 
Do, do the Palestinian people's lives, do, do they not matter? Do they, they, they try to, you know, play on these like uh, gotchas, right? And they're like, do gay people not have rights? Well, no, of course, gay people. Ah, gotcha, right? Like, they're they're camouflaging this shit, and it's so easy to get wrapped up and sell a kid on these ideas. Yeah, it is. It it really underhanded and spooky the way they do it, and it's done that way on purpose. It. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, if you have an issue with drag kings, queens reading to your kid, they they look at you like you're a bigot. Yep. And no one wants to be a bigot. You're a bigot because you don't want drag. That's but, a sexual preference. You know, hold on. If you don't here's promote... the whole thing. If if the the football coach, whether it's a peewee football league, whatever it is, if the football coach took all the boys that let's just say they're five years old and up or eight years old and up to a strip club or to Hooters, people would be losing their ish. You know, oh, the, yeah. this would. Yeah. Nobody would talk. And here's the whole whole thing. Have do- drag queen story hour. I don't care. Don't do it in front of my kids. And do it on your own time. Do it by whatever you want to do in the privacy of your evil ass home is up to you. Yeah. Yeah, and enjoy your drag queen story hour. You just it it should not be a, a public school thing in front of my kids. And, and that's I crazy. Mean, they're crafting, and I mean they're like, when I mean crafting, they're like CNC machining these messages in the way that they send them. They are very, very strategic and, messages in the way that they send them to these kids. And at what other time in your life are you so unsure, sexually unsure? confused oh. don't know what to do. I, I remember when i was in uh kindergarten this is when i was about to go into the first grade i i remember some things here and there right one of the things i remember there was this girl that i like adored right and i didn't like i wasn't like i guess you could say like i had a crush on her right but uh i was a kid i was you know six and um i remember when uh we got the um the student rosters that say like who's going to be in whose classes and whatever for first grade. I remember that I wasn't going to be uh, in her class. And I, and I remember saying like, man, like I wish like we could be friends that way. You know, I wish I was a girl that way I could be friends with her. Right. And I remember talking to my, my, when I said that talking to my parents about it and you know, they, they found it comical. Right. But they explained it to me like, Nowadays, if a kid were to come, and it sounds so silly saying it out loud now, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that is how completely out of touch you are. You think, okay. Now you have to go get them dresses. At that, at that age, you think a man flies around the world, visits every home, climbs into your chimney, and leaves presents and, and eats 10 fucking bazillion cookies. Like, I don't think that's an appropriate age to be making lifelong reproductive decisions, right? I mean, you can't even go get a fucking tattoo at that age. Right. right. Yeah, and they and they want you to be able to get gender-affirming care no matter what your parents. And I say gender-affirming care because it's that's their buzzword. Yeah, but, 
and look what they're doing. They're 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 calling kids what they want to be called at school, and then mm-hmm. calling them the the name that their kids go by in front of their parents, in front of their parents. Right. They're actively hiding things from the parents. Right. Right. So, and, and here's the other thing: you're talking about indoctrination. It's easier to come out as gay. Like if any one of us that works at hey. I'm gay. I'm this. Name, name a gender. Everybody be like, high five, have a good day. Yeah, so good for you. I 3D print guns, and I'm carrying a gun right now. I'm exercising my constitutionally guaranteed Second Amendment right. They'd be like, a police HR? Tap Hello? on your shoulder behind you, like, boop, boop. You know, they'd all yeah. already be there. Yeah, so it's it's more socially acceptable. It, it, we've all been brainwashed. You know, like, all of us are like, you know, you, Dark, you were carrying a, a Draco around in your backpack for, what, seven, eight years? Yeah, like seven years, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, any any job I, I ever had, I, I've been carrying. Yeah. And, and it was like, I, I've told both of you guys this story. So they're they're talking about um, active shooter. You know, they, had, so they must have paid a stupid amount of money for this guy to come in and play like he knew stuff about active shooters. Mm-hmm. And they they say, oh, and our security is trained to detect firearms on people's bodies, and then there it's you know because somebody said, well, what if somebody has a gun in their briefcase or their backpack? It's like we're trained to detect that. We have superhuman powers, X-ray vision. And then they're talking about concealment and cover. They're like, well, uh, a file cabinet might be concealment, but a copier or a printer that's cover. And I was like, uh, depends on the caliper and, yeah. uh, you know, caliper of the weapon and, uh, you know, what, what kind of items are behind the sheet metal in the machine. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to make a spectacle of myself. I'm like, hmm, you knew to, you know, you really know too much about this shit. Dude, uh, yeah, because then all of a sudden you become the target. Like, huh, how do you know about like, all this stuff, right? But we have. I'm gay. On. By the way, I'm gay. <laughs> Dude, I cannot. Because that would have been okay. I'm going to sample that. I cannot wait to sample that. <laughs> uh, so, so man against the masses out there, please, uh, please sample that. Um, right, but no, right. that's, that's why, you know, I'm not a big fan of like open carrying. Right. However, I love what it does to, you know, bring normalization to this kind of thing right now. Sure. There's alignment here between what we're talking about, because what, what people that are, um, and, and I hate the whole right and left thing, you guys know that, but we have to acknowledge the world that we live in. And the world that we live in is this highly polarized place where, where there's, um, you know, divisiveness from every single level, right? The lowest level of plebes to the highest of the string pullers, all of them are, are you know, just dividing us. Um, but... Uh, but there's um, there's this this weird thing about and, and uh, the only thing other, uh, the only other thing I can relate it to is this and I know it's not a, you know exactly on topic but hear me out the way that people look at things like firearms uh, are the same way that that people look at things like substance abuse okay and and this is exactly what what the left does and I'll kind of tie it all together like this so when when the the extreme left cannot get legislation passed when they cannot achieve certain things that they want they start to um 
uh, push campaigns socially, right? So if they can't do anything legislatively, if they can't do anything for you know laws and rules and regulations, then what they'll do is they will enforce things socially, okay? Now, what I mean by that is look at the, the whole uh, with COVID, look at masks, look at the jab, look at everything that we went through, for, even just fucking curfews. It was like, even though they couldn't necessarily legislate that, even though those things weren't law, everything was enforced through society. You became a, a big piece of shit if you did or didn't do these things. It's the same thing that they do. Well, you're going to kill grandma. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't you care about these people's lives, right? It's the same shit. And the same way that, that uh, it's socially unacceptable to, you know, be one of us, a gun guy that cares about freedom and independence. Somebody wants to be gay. Somebody wants to, you know, put a sodomy flag on their house. Great. Put your fucking sodomy flag on your house. I'm fine with that. But don't expect me to enjoy it, like it, or put a sodomy flag on my house. And that's what I think of every time I see the rainbow flag. And you're taking a, a, a positive, um, childlike image, and you are t- bastardizing the image into something sexual. And it's not about, you know, gay rights. It's about you basically forcing people to um, agree with your sexual preference. And we could never run around and say, I love getting blowjobs. I love falling in a nice wet pussy. Like, we don't do that because that's not socially acceptable. And now what they're trying to do is they're trying to push this bullshit about maps and minor attracted persons. Oh, that stuff oh. is disgusting, man. But this Dude, is what they're doing. Chill. Once it is socially acceptable, then you are the weirdo, right? You you are weird because you believe in freedom, independence, and liberty. Because you believe that you have the right to do what the police do. That's fucking uh, socialist bullshit right there. Look, look at Conor, Mc, what, Conor McGregor, is it? in the, the fighter? Oh, yeah. The fighter. You know, because he had, they're, they're trying to figure a way to throw him in jail. Because he's like, hey, you stab kids, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> can't say anything bad about an immigrant. Yeah, it, it, it's really pathetic. Bullet hey, attracted and, people. Yes, exactly. And, and so, I, oh, but I'm sorry. I'm, let me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did, did. No, I totally just forgot to tie up one one last part. So what I was saying with all that is that, you know, one of the things we can do. I don't think running around in full kit is the answer, right? It, it it may help. It also may scare the dog shit out of people, right? But the other thing is... Um, we we need to all per, uh, publish that we're amosexuals and that we need to run around in full kit. With, that's actually you know, a good idea. I'm a, but, actually a caliber fluid amosexual. Yeah, I only like a handful of cal- calibers myself. But he, so here's, here's the thing. So it's the same thing with like substance abuse, which I was mentioning before, which is like... You know, when you see somebody, you know, that is uh, appearing to be healthy, that is uh, wearing a suit and that is running a company, the first thing that you think of is not that, you know, they may be a person that suffers from substance abuse. Most people, they get this picture in their head of homeless people on the street and that they're stepping over these people in the street. Well, I I used to run a large multimillion dollar company and um 
every day I'd go into work, I'd wear my suit. I'd, you know, I had my super freaking gay uh, Louis Vuitton um, briefcase and, you know, and all that shit. And I'm, for all y'all out there, make fun of me. I still, hold on, let's see. Yeah. I've seen still, the pictures. I still got my Louis Vuitton wallet here. I just, all my shit was blue. I should, I got Louis Vuitton ties. I got whatever. Anyway, um, so it, that's just to show you how far I've come from what a dirtbag I used to be. But I, I overheard um, some of the girls on the executive leadership team had just recently taken a trip. And when we were, we had just gotten back from um, leftist Texas, um, Austin, right? And they were talking about it right outside of my office. Now, I am the guy directly under the owner of the company, okay? I'm the, the highest ranking person there outside of the owner who isn't on site. He's off site, right? And they're sitting outside of my office and they're talking about like, ah, oh, Austin was so cool, but like everywhere you go, you have to just step over heroin addicts. It is so disgusting. There's just heroin addicts everywhere. All these heroin, and they, they said heroin addicts like three times, right? So I kind of step out and I just kind of, you know, uh, lean on the door frame and I'm just kind of talking to him listening I was like yeah you know Austin was cool yeah uh, and they're talking and I was like uh, I was like yeah um, I was a heroin addict and they were like oh uh, really and I was like yeah I mean technically I still am you know <laughs> and they're like ooh right and here I am a dude that makes more than both of them put together twice over you know Again, they never would have thought that I had an issue with substance abuse in the past, right? And I was like, yeah, I was a heroin addict. I'm clean for and now over 13 years and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I went, thank you. But I wanted to walk in and shake them up and say something that made them extremely uncomfortable and completely change their perspective of what a heroin addict is because their own fucking closed mind judgmental selves, right? So we can do the same things without making people fear for their life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When it comes to normalcy, when it comes to firearms, when it comes to our own beliefs to, to keep kids from being wrapped up by their teachers in the sodomy flag. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So the, the guy that I got my first carry permit from, you know, the guy, he was a coworker and I was doing consulting work in Minnesota. He's like, hey, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, nothing. You know, it's Friday. He's like, I'm teaching a class Saturday morning at the VFW. Does this have to do with indoctrinations like, okay. in schools? No, it was indoctrinations into carrying guns. So we're talking about indoctrinations the, in schools. Hey, mine right, was still on the point. same plane. I was making a point that is all in line. I'm getting there. I'm getting all right, there. all right. What, Minnesota is a carry state. Carry anything you want any way you want so he would make sure that when you know at work he was concealed carrying mm -hmm. but when he was out with his two young kids he wanted to make sure everybody saw like a slightly obese chunky jewish guy with his two little kids carrying a big honking gun on his hip so it normalized it. it's like hey mm -hmm. he's a father he's a responsible citizen and a gun owner carrying a gun Right. So what does that have to do with the indoctrination in the schools? Well, as far as indoctrination goes, it's the same point as Dark was making, that you can...
be a responsible person and we need to shake people up and make them see that. I, I think the other thing is though, is that what, what we see as indoctrination in, in schools and even not just in schools, but look, look in media, right? We, we talked about the whole thing about, you know, Amazon and Disney plus and HBO uh, max and, uh, even ABC Mouse and all all that bullshit uh, that we see on uh, um, media, YouTube, right? Everything everything is is leftist extreme, uh, right? So but, uh, yeah, the, what what I was trying to get at is, I was hoping the rich would say, well, this is kind of counteracting the indoctrination. Yeah, yes. well, and and that's actually kind of what what I was bringing up was that like there's all these things that we see as um uh indoctrination indoctrination within not only schools and media and other things but what they see people of opposing views they see things like us getting kids into shooting at a young age they see that is evil indoctrination oh they definitely they do that is yeah they they see it as like boy scouts right then now it's just the scouts right isn't yeah. it isn't boy scouts like a bad word now no, no, no. The, it depends. Uh, there are certain uh, units can be open to females, or they can just be all male. Okay. There, right. There's no requirement. It's up to it. It's up to the individual packs and and units or whatever or troops. Oh, okay. Uh, the reason why they did that is because I, I know a little bit about the scouts. Is because. It, it was going to be impossible for them to keep it going without doing that. Yeah, I but, can imagine that. But there's a Girl Scouts, right? They, they haven't closed their doors, have they? Well, I think they were probably uh, both during all the the wave of the extreme left bullshit that was going on in the just with companies, right? Like with the whole ESG thing okay. and, right. and, and all that. Girl Scouts are left, left wing. Yeah. They are but definitely when, but they leftists. They don't let boys and girls scouts, do they? They let transgenders. Oh, jeez. Boys. Uh, that, uh, that's what I was wondering. I, I was wondering if, if both of them. But either way, the, the same way that they that they look at these kinds of things, um, you know, people of opposing views look at us. You know, let's say the Boy Scouts doing archery and then shooting twenty twos or camping or, you know, chopping wood or whatever. They if they see like the the NRA like the young shooters or whatever that shit's called, which by the way I don't think any of us here are uh, too big on the NRA. However, to not beat up on them every chance we get, I, I would say that we all support anyone that's furthering the movement of our you know protecting our natural rights. But anyway, they see that as us creating like the future of school shooters. They don't see it as us equipping kids with life-saving knowledge of them being able to you know protect people from a gun that they find in the wild or you know protecting them from uh you know to be able to to find a gun clear a gun keep it safe and keep your friends away from it like that is life-saving information mm -hmm. yeah i i think a lot of it is just a fundamental hatred for the second amendment but uh getting back to everything that's going on with indoctrination all you have to look uh, 
four is they have a movie in a Disney movie called Elemental, and it had the first non-binary animated mm-hmm. character. Oh, yep. Wait, Wade? What was it Wade or? I don't know. Well, Some water-looking thing. The, yeah, the water guy, gal thing. But he does fall for a girl in there. I felt super uncomfortable. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't know what I was getting into. I took my daughter there. But that and, and getting back to it, that's how we that's how they do it. They do it through, you know, what what are the kids indulge in? They indulge in movies. They indulge in videos on YouTube, uh, on, you know, Instagram, on, you know, whatever shit on the Internet. Buzz Lightyear. Uh, hmm? Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Same oh. thing. Didn't they have uh, tank, didn't uh, love being seen kissing or something? It was a same same sex. uh yeah, uh, like two dudes kissing or something like that. Yeah, something like and that. And then that that one I didn't see, unfortunately. But um, and I say unfortunately because I think uh, my uh, wife and daughter went to go see it without me. Um, but they're doing it through books at school. I know you guys have heard about all the books that are out there, um, you know, depicting sexual acts. Oh gosh, yeah, that that's. When I say my favorite, I mean favorite, oh God, that's gross, is that the the parents are prohibited from reading paragraphs out of at, the book. At school board meetings. Because it's so sexually yeah. explicit. Yes, yeah. at school board meetings. And these are like from middle, that are in middle schools. And, all right, so my father-in-law, my, I, I love the man, and this breaks my heart. He, my wife, you know, very conservative, my father-in-law, liberal hippie. He says, if one kid wants to read the book, they should have the book in the school. Yeah. And it's, They're talking, the books are literally porn. Like pornographic. performing fellatio on adults. Yes. So, so, okay, so tell me, tell me what this is. If I say I am, uh, I'm writing a book and I'm working with somebody who's drawing pictures and in the book for, you know, K through eighth graders um, is a book of cartoon children performing fellatio on adults. What would you call that? Child porn. Absolutely. Yeah. And and they're talking and the, the way that they do it. I mean, the, the, the books that they had shared now... I'll, most of these books have been removed from uh, the schools in, in Loudoun County because of all the, the uproar that, I mean, that was national press, right? But uh, they fought it. Yeah. And not all of them. And these were people that were hiding the fact that there were actual sexual assaults on campus in Loudoun County schools. And they're hiding. <laughs> oh, man. They're literally hiding this shit from the parents. It, it, it like that just blows my mind. Now that dude was not only fired; he was also charged, right? Yeah the uh, the um, the superintendent. superintendent. Yeah, superintendent. Yeah, fuck him. Burn in hell. Um, I hope I, he gets just, stabbed it, in prison. For sure. Yeah, and of, of course we don't absolutely. I, there's hope a term that, that I I do. I hope recently. he gets stabbed in prison. They, I'll say that right now. Yeah. Call it chomo. I I didn't realize until recently what that term meant. Chomo, child molester. 
Put him in gym pop. Let him know what he did. Just cheese pizza. Let him go. So that's when people say cheese pizza, CP. That's what they're talking about. Chomo, cheese pizza, CP. That's child porn. Yeah. When you when you become a father, all that stuff like it bothers you before, but then it really bothers you. Oh yeah, dude. Jeffrey Epstein knew too much shit. Yeah, that's probably, uh, you know, the beginning of it. But some people are saying that Jeffrey Epstein cloned himself, killed the clone, and then I, you know what? It wouldn't, excuse me, it wouldn't surprise me. Pretty um, sure it, that's probably not what happened. <laughs> Pretty honestly, sure he with, didn't clone with, himself. With all these people that are like eating pineal glands and shit, like I don't know what they're fucking capable of. All right, these people are superhuman, uh, fucking lizard people. Uh, Chomo Joe, uh, but it, anyway, so they're they're doing this. They're when people say, "Oh, dark." There's no collective effort from schools to the the general public of more left leaning people and more extreme left people of the schools of media of tv of news of uh you know online of articles of books of the i mean they got every fucking angle covered from every age now so how do we fight against it is it challenging it like we talked about a moment ago is it challenging it and just kind of um shaking people up and showing them the other side because I'll tell you what, on most of the topics that I realize that, uh, hey, Kurt, one of our channel members, thanks for saying hit that thumbs up. Um, in, uh, what was I saying? Uh, in the past, right, it was like uh, um, shaking people up and showing them the other way was kind of the only way to to really either when they self-discover something themselves and learn new information and actually retain it, um, that's like the only way for them to see the other side. I always thought that I that I, I believed in what I believed in until I was challenged one day, one day, and then I totally rethought everything. And you know what the conversation was? I was like... 18, 19, and somebody came up to me and they were like, hey, um, what are your thoughts on gay marriage? All right, and what do you think an 18 or 19-year-old kid is going to say? No, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I still have that kind of point of view. Yeah, like at that that age, I was just totally apathetic. I didn't give a fuck about politics. I didn't care about anything like that. I, I cared about, you know, fucking bitches and making money basically and which not much has changed but um and they were like oh so so you don't care i was like yeah i mean i don't i don't really care it's like so you're for it i was like well i'm not like for it but i'm not fighting against it like well if you had to choose a position right now what would you what would you pick and i kind of started getting frustrated and i was like well look i just i just don't care like like it, i i do not personally think it is okay but if other people want to do that in the privacy of their own home then the, you know it's none of my business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they basically said okay well if you had to take a position on it right now what would you say and i was like you know what it, it it's okay it's fine they were like you're co-sponsoring the bill right now 
pick one, what direction you go. I was like, okay, you know what? It's whatever. I don't care. They can, they can do it. They can suck as much dick as they want, right? And then he said, okay, what do you feel about an adult? Because basically it landed on, you know, if it's true that, you know, they can't control who they're, who they're attracted to, whatever. Uh, he said, okay, what do you think about an adult having sex with a minor? And then I was like, oh, well, that's fucked up. He's like, really? Well, why is, why is the other one okay? And why is, why is this not? And, and it, just, it, it just, whether it's right or wrong, it made me think. And the moment it started making me think about these things, it totally made me rethink everything. And I, for the first time in my young adult life, I started critically thinking about everything. Well, I can tell, well, the one, one thing, you're going to destroy someone's life. For another thing, of hey, let's say they can't control it, right? That's just, they can't, they have these urges and they can't control it. Well, guess what? There's a vaccine for that. Yep. 115 grain vaccine. Yeah, or 124 grain or whatever. They're a vaccine for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course it was, but here's the interesting thing. Now, as I grow up, hey, ADXR920, what's up, bro? Um, as I grow up, and, you know, I, I'm in still in conversation with this uh, individual. He is a very right-leaning, uh, you know, oh, wow. person of freedom and independence. And he very much believes in the similar things that we do. But what he wanted to do was have me challenge my own beliefs by me having to substantiate what I say my beliefs were. And that was the moment. And this is when... Politics weren't they weren't discussed like that. If they were talking, mm -hmm. you know, I'm fucking, you know, in my mid to late 30s, and this was before I was 20, you know. So th this was a very different climate. But he wanted to change people's minds, and he knew that the only way to change people, one of the only ways to change people's minds, was to ask them questions for them to have to substantiate their own claims of what they believe. So for all the people out there, when you're dealing with people that are, you know, maybe you're having a conversation about, um, you know, kids, uh, uh, fucking propaganda and, uh, you know, the shit that we're talking about um, today with uh, total indoctrination of, of children in public schools and all the propaganda with media and, and all that shit. Um, or if it's, you know, whatever the, uh, the administration or whatever whatever thing you know abortion or guns or whatever right when people say that they have a belief question them on it we we tend to just dump information on it like if you ask somebody on the left do you think uh our schools are indoctrinating our children what do you think they would say they would say probably no yeah it'd be like no absolutely not because They're they agree with what's being indoctrinated exactly but if you were to, like, what we normally do is do an information dump on them. Like, what? Have you not seen these books? Don't you know these books? Look at this. Google this. Pull this up. Do they? They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't trust it. You're pointing me to sources that I've never heard of before. I don't like this. It's making me uncomfortable. But if you just have a conversation and you ask them questions and you force them to justify their own beliefs, the beliefs that they said they had, even if they walk away pissed off, they're going to go home and they're going to have an internal look into their soul and they're going to be like, holy shit, I thought I believed this. I don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I was told this. I was told to believe this. It'll completely change their views. Maybe not that day. Maybe later on that year. Maybe next election cycle. Who knows? But if you want to change minds, ask questions and make them defend their point. If they are not a person of a massively inflated ego, they absolutely will change their their position. You have to put those little seeds in there. Exactly. I think it was Monday or Tuesday a week ago, my father-in-law threw my wife out of the house because she asked him some questions about his beliefs. What what kind of questions? Well, it wasn't particularly on topic to this, but it was, you know, left versus right. And, uh, you know, he's like, I don't want to talk about like like a crazy man screaming. And and mind you, I, I really, you know, my father-in-law for 20 years before I married his daughter was like my second father. So he's somebody I, you know, really, I, and I mean, he is somebody that I've spent a large portion of my life really loving and admiring uh, because I thought he was a, I mean, he's, he's a very good man, but he's so married to the Democrat party. Well, yeah. when people act like that, they usually don't want to be challenged. And they usually can't. Uh, That's correct. And and I'm sure that's what it was. They can't handle it because they know what they actually believe deep down inside, but they're married to this idea that they are this, but they're really not. Yeah. Right. They can't even argue their own claims. You know, they'll say something which is like some tagline or of some article or some, you know, little soundbite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you ask them questions, not even information dumping, right? Now, I will say, if the, if it's a person that you've tried to convert in the past, it doesn't matter what, what you ask, right? They're, yeah. They're likely not going to be as receptive. Um, but coaching someone through questions is definitely a way for them to self-discover as opposed to, mm-hmm. to you. Because if you've tried to turn somebody's uh, attention to certain things in the past and try to convert them, then they're going to know what you're trying to do, right? And their mind right. is already closed anyway. But they may say that they have this belief and they may throw out a soundbite, but the reality is that beyond that soundbite and maybe a brief explanation, which is usually incorrect, anything beyond that, they cannot muster the information because they don't have it. It doesn't exist. They've been, they believe that their sources are reliable and then they immediately give information from those sources and then they, they can't substantiate anything beyond that. Like, did you know that, that mass shootings are the number one death for children in the United States? Absolutely. Gang members that are 19 years old. Well, you you have to, you have to, it, there, there's so many different things you had to jump through to get to that. You have to like do only certain amounts of ages. You have to extend it way beyond childhood. You have to do, it's just ridiculous. You have to extend it to the age of 26. Realistically, if you want to talk the number one uh, cause of deaths to children, it's swimming pools. Well, let's even go one step prior to that the number one death of children 
Abortion. Is abortion. Bingo. Which is exactly what they want. Um, however, yes, if you remove swimming pools, flights of stairs, hands, feet, hammers, SIDS, uh, if you remove, uh, you know, Cheerios, lifesavers, to all the shit that kids typically die from, and trust me, like, uh, the reason lifesavers are, are like, the, the candies, the reason those are called what they're called is because they were originally hard candies, and then they uh, added that hole in them just in case. No. Yes. Just in case they were choked on, you still had a hole to receive air in your windpipe. That's why they're called lifesavers. I thought it was because they looked like a mini lifesaver. They might also look like a mini lifesaver, but they're it's it's wow. a two for one. Um you know, you got you would have to remove like now, every is it only American thing. kids or do do Canadian kids choke on that stuff also? Oh, Canadians don't. You know, they're just too nice to each other. Don't you know? See, eh? And that, that was in, a, eh? a reference to the Kinder Egg. See, eh? In Canada, in, eh? you get a toy See, in it. In, in the United States, American kids choke on them. It, well, I mean, in the, in the U.S., they, you still get toys in the Kinder Eggs here. They're, they're bootleg Kinder Eggs. Are they really? Yeah. I knew it. But uh, most American kids are stupid. And all that goes back to the schools. Yeah. And D.B. Cooper is saying fentanyl is the leading kids a, a, uh, killer of kids. Oh, 19 and up. I absolutely believe uh, that fentanyl kills masses of children. Um, that's that's young gotta be adults. devastating. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, I, I've lost more friends over the last 10 years from fentanyl than I have Shoot. from firearms, knives, vehicle accidents, motorcycle accidents, all together in my entire life. Oh, that's crazy. And I've been to a lot of funerals. I, I, I got to the point, and this is going to sound terrible, I got to the point where I literally do not go to funerals anymore. And that sounds... Oof terrible and uh uh another one of my friends that died most recently um a little over a year ago i had a friend that didn't know well i know we're getting off topic oh. now i'm sorry i yeah i, 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 I don't need to get into that but um yeah so but yes uh that's how they skew the facts and that's how they play everything they can to their advantage and this is the side that has everything playing against us and for them. Everything. Everything that pops up on your kid's phone. Everything that pops up in their inbox. Everything on Instagram. Everything on Amazon. Every, everything is against freedom. Everything is pro-fucking sodomy. Pro-Palestine. Uh, everything is pro-BLM. Everything is pro uh, equity of, of out, equality of outcome. Everything is anti-American. And I bet all, all these presidents and, and rulers and kings and whoever the fuck, all these other people out here are looking at us and they're fucking laughing. They are laughing their ass off because they're seeing us, they're seeing our kids, they're seeing our military, they're seeing fucking, uh, you know, 
chicks with dicks in our military give press conferences. It's a fucking joke, man. For sure. Yeah, the admiral who wasn't even an admiral was even in the military. That just made her yeah, an admiral. It's like who's like the Ukrainian the spokes, spokesperson? The Wizard of Oz makes you. I'll give you a brain. I'll it's, give you courage. It's because you're a protected class, and when you're a protected class, people feel uh, very uncomfortable about so, turning you down. This, and well, no, what, what is it, Levine? Seriously. What What is the dude's name? Yeah, Levine. Yeah, uh, went from like Levine, like no 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 military experience. All of a sudden, you're like you're an admiral now. But can you imagine you work your whole life in your like three ranks under an admiral and this dude, because he wears a wig, uh, is made an admiral for no reason. I, 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 I think I can, I, 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 well, I think I can sympathize with people who may be three ranks below. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, or two ranks below. So think of it like this. Somebody comes in for a job interview and they are of a protected class, specifically one of a protected class that has been in the news on an extreme at an extreme rate lately. Okay, now, are you going to stand up and say, no, thank you, man with fake tits? And well, there wasn't an interview. It was just I'm just. they just found her and no. said, "Hey, do you want to be an admiral?" And oh yeah, yes, I will be an admiral. Specific situation. I'm just saying how in general these things might happen. Not specifically with with them, but if someone were to just come in and do a job interview, it, it's the same. I've had people in the same thing. When I used, to, I've um, hired thousands job, of people. Job application. I'm filling out that I'm a transgender Palestinian. I I may not do that, but I, I'm saying I've hired thousands of people. And you know how many people have come to me and they've been like, I just did an interview and I don't want to not give them the job. And I'm like, why? They're like, because they're black. Because they're underprivileged. Because they're this, because they're that, because they speak broken English, because it's going to be a liability suit. And I'm like, dude, what's going to be more liability? You saying somebody else had, uh, you know, fit the requirements better or you having to fire them in three to six months and you having to stand up to the same oh, scrutiny shoot. you know oh it, shoot all hands on the poop deck <laughs> sorry Zanty just made a funny comment but it, I, it, it's i've seen it and i've seen it. and especially you want to talk about it in certain fields they are protected class like it's not just in general in society a general protected class in in things like uh business or real estate or Ooh, if you decline something for a protected class, if you if you have a tenant, let's say you're in D.C. and you have a tenant, somebody renting out your house and you bump into a friend at a barbecue and they're like, you know what, Dark, I would love to buy that home from you. I'm like, really? Yeah, I'll buy it. What do you want to sell it for? Let's say it's worth 400K. And I say, you know what, I want to sell it for a million dollars. And they're like, deal. Let's shake hands on it. We shake hands. Okay. I just broke a law, and if it ends up being somebody that is a protected class, I will get crucified and I will lose everything because I, I broke uh, what's called the right of first refusal, which means I have to call the tenant and say, would you like to, I have to give them the first right to say yes or no, or maybe, 
and I have to give them like a 30 to 60 day window to respond if they would like to purchase the home that they're renting. And then once they say yes, no, or maybe, or whatever, then I can go back to the guy and make a deal. And it's ridiculous. You're going to lose, you know, anyway, I'm sorry, this is totally off topic, but it's just, you know, protected classes are, are such bullshit. It's saying that those people are more important or more delicate than other types of people, which is complete dog shit. Hey, Rich, you might want to write that down for next week. Protected classes, dog shit. Yeah, dog in shit. case you, in case you like, run out of a topic or can't think <laughs> it, of a topic. Is it going to be Rich's topic next week? Yeah. We get. You know what? Let's let's have chat help us come up with a topic now. Do you uh, want to do civil forfeitures, protected classes, or cartel? Uh, civil forfeiture is a good one. Cartel, I, I think civil forfeitures is a very good but one. But that, that was Crumpy's idea. So next week we got to do my idea because I didn't do one this week. What, what's what your idea? Cartel sponsored fentanyl. It's actually Chinese sponsored fentanyl because that's where they're getting all the precursors from. Mm-hmm. And that's who talks John, you sure you want to touch the fentanyl topic? Absolutely. Maybe maybe <laughs> we should do that one alone. <laughs> Somebody may be watching you. Some people of a unique kind of generation. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I all right, let's let's do the border crisis next week. That's Ooh. my topic. Border crisis. How all about right. That, that works. All right. Uh, well, border we... crisis because that is a good uncensored topic. That is a fucking invasion right there. Mm-hmm. It is an invasion, but uh, I know Dark, you only had an hour tonight. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be wrapping up here. Um, but I want to thank everyone out there for watching the show. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Rich, for letting me go tonight with the topic that I had to think up five minutes before the show. Thank you, Crump, for thinking it up. <laughs> You're welcome. You're Dark, welcome. How does it feel to own the second best Geisley in our Geisley competition? Well, a pair uh, compared to mine. Best, the first best is great. Uh, Luna Black is regular as fuck. <laughs> I'm just said kidding. mine was just going to be Luna Black. I will say, though, if you've not seen a black rifle and then seen a Luna black rifle next to it, it has this gorgeous shine to it. It is not normal black. And you'll see. You'll see exactly what I mean. Now, it's not going to be 40 millimeter green, but, you know, it'll be cool. God, look at that thing. And it is 14.5 inch barrel with a pinned. Uh, pinned How? How much would you lose your mind if I broke out the white paint marker? No, that ain't happening. This <laughs> this is going to die like this, but just scratch the fuck. No, no. Up. I mean, on my gun. I mean, I, I think uh, I think it'd be cool. I mean, that that's honestly one of the biggest flexes you can do. If, if you take a $2,500 rifle, $2,000 rifle, whatever... And you like spray paint the shit. I, I was talking to Zip about this. He got a guy's like super duty as well. And he was like, Yeah, but I just got black. I was like, Well, did you get black or Luna black? And he's like, I don't know. I just got black. I was like, okay, well, then just paint it. He's like, Oh no, I could never imagine painting. I was like, Well, dude. Really, Zip? If this he's so funny. 
If this was not 40 millimeter green or DDC, I would absolutely, or gray, that gray is sick. Um, that, that 40 millimeter green is a very cool look. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's why but I it will be the second best two fucking months uh, looking for this one. It's not easy to get 40 Mike Mike green, AKA Noveski green, AKA bazooka green, AKA all the cool colors uh, names that you guys have come up with this. It is, uh, it's unique. Yeah. Um, I will go ahead um, and say that I'm happy with the, uh, the uh, DDC. Oh yeah, the DDC is beautiful. It, it's it's gorgeous. It, it's cooler than flat dark earth, and it's uh, it's kind of got some greens in it. It's got some browns in it, some tans in it, some it, with like a a dash of clear anno. You know that clear anodized look to it. It's just cool as shit, man. That and and it's not just a finish. It is a a hardness. It, they're actually making these finishes with chemical reactions and it is increasing the hardness of your firearm and to mention you guys need to read the uh the reliable bolt uh the bcg the bolt like the shit that it 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 is incredible by the way mine did not come with a uh a manual i was actually really looking forward to reading the manual (laughs) i'll have to get one online yeah, and this is exactly well. I'm going to show the the DDC. We know you guys can't really see it on there, but Firearms News has a DDC, and I dig it. The uh, the DDC Geisley, uh variable optic. Nice. I got the black. Nice. Uh, the black optic. I got a mod one. Yeah, mine's a mod zero. I wish I got the mod one. I was wondering why I didn't have that. Uh, like burnt bronze um, uh, little thing for the sling swivel. Um, but that's why. That's only on the mod one. Rich, Never. did you get the mod zero or the mod one? I don't know. See see Hold if on. yours had the uh, right on the, on the, the rail where the uh, QD swivel is. If it has that kind of torched steel colored it's like a burnt bronze colored uh qd swivel then that's uh that's on their mod ones i I don't know it i i only see let's see if if i go back to clearance why don't you just like log in and look at your account yeah i i can look at my account but it just says what it is isn't it blue can't you click on it no Oh no, that means it's back ordered. It says processing. Okay, well, John's and, and, and mine shipped already, so that's not a good sign. I, I swear to goodness, I'm not even playing. Crump, did yours ship already? Yeah, well, I got the, I think it did. Um, the, but, well, the shipping notification. Yeah, I got the shipping notification this know. morning. No. Crump and I both got shipping notifications, which in, in my... Actually, on mine, it says ordered. So mine mine says that, that it's been shipped, but it just says that a shipping label has been created. Um, but... Uh... Yeah, well, when you, go, when you go in there, Rich, go into your order. You can click on uh, view order, and it will say if it's a mod one or... Yeah. Right. 
Mod zero. You order. Nope. And in uh, 42 and a half minutes, the Geisley sale ends. Ah, oh, man, I really want to go in and grab that 10.3 inch OD green upper for this other build. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It 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 should say. Uh, so when you go into your orders, Rich, um, and you click on okay, go okay, go into your orders, right? You say my orders. Do you see it? We're under action. It says view order. This is the part of the stream where we help Boomer Rich. Uh, with All right. This. When you click view orders, does it say mod one or does it say anything? Does it say it Super Duty Super mod Duty one? Rifle. Okay. That's a mod does zero then. Mod one? Yeah. It's a mod zero. Or the, the standard. It's okay. Mine's a standard too. And look at it. It's bootyful. Dude, I, I would take the 40 millimeter green over... Two two changes. Look, the mod one is dope. Okay, they they took the uh, the surefire close close tine or whatever close teen close time whatever uh, flash hider, and they like have their own like crazy like spin to it. I've never seen it before, um, and they also have the hardened uh, QD socket. I don't know what else is different about it though. Yeah, I, I do know the mod one. The it's like kind of like a it's not straight. It's a it's um yeah. It's like like the the uh, little ported areas are like uh, twisty. Yeah. So dark is that a Geisley charging handle or no? It is. It is one hundred percent all Geisley. But it's not forty millimeter green. I know. So this actually uh, was not the stock that came with it. So their original 40 millimeter green ones, some of them had OD furniture. Some of them had black furniture. This one had a black stock, a black grip, black charging handle, and a black magazine. Actually, funny enough, we were just talking shit about hex mags the other day, and there was literally one in the case, and I was like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, so I had to bring that just to be funny. But look yep. how great the Duramag looks in that thing. Okay. I'm going to bring up this uh, picture really quick. Um, I'll get you one. This is the exact one. Ooh, Barracuda. Very nice. See, see where the, the, the muzzle brake? How it's twisted. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Then uh, I'm got some. Uh, I'm gonna get some uh, Geisley pop up sites too. They make pop up sites. Yep. I did not know that. That's dope. I'm gonna 3D print my own. All right. Are you literally gonna like spray paint it or take a paint marker to it or something like that? I don't care. That would be pretty fun. That'd be a funny flex. That is the biggest flex is to take like a $2,000 rifle, $2,500 rifle and just like fucking scribble all over it. 
I would take if you know somebody that could do like I'm graffiti, gonna like Hello Kitty it. That would actually be funny. That that's like some cyberpunk shit right there. I would take a paint marker to somebody if I had a black one. I would take paint markers to somebody that could do graffiti or tattoos or something like that, and just tell them like put fucking graffiti all over this thing and just make it crazy, and then I would clear coat it. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, that SSAE trigger with the lightning bow. What? Man, I'm going to tell you what. If we have not done thousands and thousands of dollars worth of Geisley Super Duty advertisements, I don't know what that is. So, Geisley, if you're out there, we are being shepherds on your behalf uh, because these Super Dookie rifles are the Super Dookie. Yeah, uh, hopefully. we get. And you guys get to vote. Yeah, you guys get to pick which one you like the most, but that's not fair. I can't put my scope on, dude. <laughs> I actually went to... Uh... Oh, wait, wait. Do we, do we have a termination date on this? Because I haven't even got my rifle yet. Uh, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm just kidding. No, um, I don't I don't know when. I mean, basically 90 days from like, what, two weeks ago, whenever we said we we're going to do it. Three weeks ago. So what, before Jan 1? Before Jan 1? Yeah, yeah, that bet all built and everything. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll get that other uh, upper tonight and then I'll put my 10.3 inch together. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, guys, that's it. Sorry for this little <laughs> like dork super dookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, see you guys later. You were just triggered by the uncensored podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. Ah!